Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. Happy 4th of July. We recorded this on the 3rd of July, but the files got messed up. Why would you reveal that? I just feel like we need to be completely honest with all of our fans all the time. Honestly, I feel way more festive um, recording it today uh, because I just like thinking about all the who's around me and and just thinking about them celebrating this wonderful occasion. They're all in the water. They're all showing off their beach bods. I was scrolling through my Instagram and I was just looking at all the different who things that they're doing. The who's are in the pool. The who's are waving flags. The who's are posing next to food. Oh, the who's love pretending like they eat a hot dog today. (laughs) They love it. (laughs) So we hope that you're celebrating Fourth of July like a real who, not like a them, because thems would never celebrate it in the best in the best possible way. Really boring. Who's would. It's true, like, they'd, like, be on a yacht and, like, not be in paparazzi photos. Yeah, but it's time to talk about who's. Oh, let's go. You or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, Mia. yeah, they want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Hey. I want to be famous. Okay, so, Lindsay. Yes. Do you know who Carly Red is? No. Do you know no, who, I don't. Do you know, <laughs> do you know who Life Jennings is? No. Do you know who Jessica Dime is? No. Okay. Uh, all three of them uh, have appeared on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta this year, this season. You're familiar with Love oh, and Hip Hop Atlanta, right? I am. I, I am. I've I've watched it once. Um, who that's Amina told me to watch it because she thought I'd love it. And I didn't keep up with it, but she was right. I did love it. And I loved it mostly for the format, which I don't even know if I could explain. I feel like you should play a talking head from the show, like, just so even if you if our listeners haven't watched the show, they'd get an idea of how amazing the talking heads are on this show. What's happening here is, God, there are so many people in this scene, but only, like, two of them are important. So there's going to be some sort of intro thing before you hear it but basically carly red has been on the show since day one love and hip-hop love and hip-hop atlanta not everyone else has um and she's dating this guy life jennings who's just this like music producer carly red is also a struggling musician she's 50 years old but the funny thing about her being 50 she's openly 50 years old so she's (laughs) she's, openly 50 she's openly 50 um, which is to say she's proud of being 50, but something that's really funny, apparently a lot of the cast members believe that she's lying about her age and that she's actually older than 50, which is Wait, really, really? Yeah. Do you think that she's hiding, like, her, her whole thing of being, pr- like, I'm proud, I'm 50 and I'm proud is, like, to hide. Like the Molly Shannon thing? I'm not sure. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, to hide that she's older. This is kind of a Margot Robbie, but, like, slightly shifted. I don't really know the show well enough to make that assumption but i will say it's just a funny little thing that people gossip about in the message boards um but carly reed is dating life jennings and in this scene carly is with some other people she runs into uh, stevie J, who's been also been on the show the entire time and stevie J's new girlfriend and meanwhile this new person who's sort of like she's also like a hip-hop artist like aspiring and former stripper has a similar backstory to cardi b but she's not nearly as interesting um, her name is Jessica Dime, and she approaches Carly Red in this episode and is like, I have some information for you. And so that's what we're going to hear. And then it's going to cut to Carly Ray doing her like wonderful Mona Scott Young like confessional, which we will talk about after you hear it. I do not want to get involved in the Stevie, Joslyn, and Mimi trying. 
But I do need to get into my girl's business, Carly, because I learned something that I know she's not going to be happy to hear. I'm sorry, but I got to show you this. Do you know about life being married? What do you mean, life being married? Apparently, he's married with a baby. So there's a blog that's saying life is married to some chick, some German chick at that. Life and I got into this knowing that we're in an open relationship. I know life is seeing a whole lot of other women, but marriage? I am not into this sister wife not at all. I don't mess with married men. So he has a so he has a wife. <laughs> he might have a wife. So he might have this German girlfriend with whom he has a baby but the thing about the thing about this particular item that's really funny is that a lot of the commenters because i was reading a few um a few different blogs about this and the commenters who were like big fans of the show sort of suspect that this is completely manufactured because the thing about love and hip-hop is that it's even more scripted than the normal scripted reality show. Well, that's what I was trying to explain about the talking heads is that they the way that the talking heads are done and read it's like Nothing has ever been less real about these talking heads. Like you, even just the way every single one has the same cadence, Mm -hmm. like they'll put them in the room and it's like they're reading this script, but they're also, it's like, I can't explain. It's like, it's like they're doing an ad for an, for orange juice, but they're saying stuff about their own lives, but it's so They're, they're very, they're scripted, they're directed, they're choreographed. Like all the delivery is very specific and it's like certain lines were bolded and certain lines were italicized. It's like all such a very specific performance that's exclusive to the love and hip-hop shows no other confessionals are like this and they're no. so funny no and they really i have a question apart. for you so if Answer. somebody were to like like what's like the 101 who do we need to know from the love and hip-hop series like as somebody who doesn't i don't know anything so like k michelle she's not on it anymore though but k, but k michelle was like a really big one k. Michelle and she was had a, a spin-off because, reality show too uh yeah so k michelle actually got some fame from it and then she left i don't know when she left Carly Red has been on it for a while. Um, another person you need to know about is Mimi Faust, which you may have heard of. <laughs> you may already know Mimi. So the Mim- shower you know? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so Mimi, oh God, we're, we could spend so much time on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta because we I never know. talk about it. But the the short version of the Mimi Faust story, which was a few years ago, she was dating. God, who was she dating? I have to look that up. Um, God, what was her what was her what was her boyfriend's name? Anyway, I don't she know. was dating this guy, and they like. I was again part of the reality show's narrative was that like a sex tape got leaked, but it's also clearly performance art. Like they, she wanted people to see this while she was filming it. Like this was not an right. accidental leak; it went out. But there's a really famous scene in the sex tape, which is very easy to find. Just Google Mimi Fowl sex tape, um, and also add to your Google query shower rod because the most important shower scene to rod. know is shower the scene rod. where Mimi is being fucked in the shower. Wait, um, is Stevie J the guy that is Mimi's sex tape partner, or is it someone else? Uh, no, his name is Nico. Okay. Stevie J is just this other, this whole other character who was dating. He has Jocelyn. a daughter. He has, he has a, a daughter with Mimi, though. He's a very like he likes being perceived as like a player. Like he's like, oh yeah, I have a lot of girlfriends. Who cares? Like whatever. But he's he's kind of <laughs> gross. Also, there are rumors that he's gay, so it makes the whole thing even oh more God. interesting. This that, show. Like, and this is only this is only women. Atlanta. This is only Atlanta. Yeah. So L- Atlanta was the second in the series, but it it can't it became the most popular. Anyway, so Mimi is having sex <laughs> with Nico in the shower, 
And the moment this shower, this video comes out, everyone starts making fun of this scene because she is not just holding onto the shower shower rod, she's putting her entire body weight on the shower rod. And it makes no sense that the shower rod is not falling off the wall. It's also just so uncomfortable to watch because you're like, it's going to fall. It's, it's going to fall, fall. But it never fall, falls. Fall, so fall. the joke was like, damn, we got to get the shower rod. Like, Mimi has the best shower <laughs> rod. We got to get the shower rod. Um, also, the idea that like girls might be like copying what they saw on the Mimi sex tape, and like the shower rod would just like come crashing down and yes. be just some terrible injury. Um, she was very, and she also uh, took it in stride and like made jokes about the shower rod. That's the only other person you know aside from Cardi B. Um, but again, I'm not the expert, which reminds me we need to have like Amina back on because she watches this show more frequently. Anyways, yeah. So we need to we'll delve more into that like at a future point, I think. And also um, we have to pay attention to the fact that this German model may not actually even be real. We here together. Uh, you need to get to the bottom of it. Soon as I get back to the hotel, honey, I got something for your ass that'll up. Oh, it's cool. Uh Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who Jamie Chung, Ashley Madkew, or Cara Santana are? I know who Jamie Chung is, but only barely, and because we've talked about her before. I have well, no idea whom Ashley Madkew and Cara Santana are. These three women went on vacation, and the Facebook alert was actress, this is Jamie Chung, colon, Ash- <laughs> actress takes a vacation with Ashley Madkew, Cara Santana to the Dominican Republic. And God bless their hearts. So many of our friends and fans sent this right our way because it is literally, it's literally absurd. It is a Facebook trend that is literally just a woman and her two friends on vacation. Mm -hmm. The best part too, if you click the link, you get sent right to guess who? The The Daily Daily Mail. Mail. The Daily Mail has the headline, sure looks fun. And then they say (laughs) the same thing. And then the first line of this piece is, it's not exactly Girls Gone Wild. Where they proceed (laughs) to literally just list the things that they did on vacation with photos of them, like, not doing anything fun. (laughs) With with photos of them that were both taken by the women in question and then paparazzi. So it's like a collage of photos from various sources that try to make you piece together, like, the story of this weekend. But the thing there's about no the weekend story. is that it's boring. It's boring. They went on vacation. And there's there's great. There's one photo of them. They're all like looking at a phone laughing or something. Or they're all just like looking at their phones laughing. And it's a paparazzi photo. And uh, the caption for Daily Mail, which is so Daily Mail, is, What's so funny? The girls were seen laughing as they checked out something on their phones. <laughs> <laughs> Daily Mail's like, hey, hey, guys. Um, but anyway, that's Jamie Chung and Kara. Wait, we, should, we didn't talk about who... Kara Santana and Ashley Madikew are. They are on Salem. Oh, I They're don't know Salem, who they are. That oh. show about witches. Or, yes. And then one of them... God, see, I can't tell the difference. One of them was on uh, Revenge, which is a show you watched, right? Oh, right, because I recognized her. I was like, oh, I actually know who this person is. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley Madikew was on Revenge, if you watched Revenge. But I guess all of them are on Salem, and that's why they're friends. But, like, honestly... Th- th- who ca- like who cares? And it, and it also calls Facebook's algorithm into question because whenever you click that link, you're taken to the Daily Mail story, as we said. But usually, a popular Daily Mail story because they broadcast their shares. They're very proud of their shares. Popular ones will have tens of thousands of them. This one, this has, one has 56. Fifty six. Yeah, and one and, and ten of them are you and me being like, lol, 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 back and forth. <laughs> Uh, but that's it. The last thing you should know about Kara Santana is that her boyfriend is 
another who that we've whom we've probably never talked about jesse metcalf the gardener from season one and two of desperate housewives who and was he like, also did a few other teen movies he wasn't he uh john tucker must die he was john, john tucker, tucker must, must die, die. But like, no one really liked that movie i loved it and stop mm, i don't I loved you. it i loved it let's move on <laughs> to what actually this next story actually might be my favorite story of the week Really? You didn't even have it in here. I put it in here. I know. I think I was the only one who at first really cared about this. Because I told um, you, so I didn't even, I, when I saw there was a story about this person, I was like, why do I care? care? Why would I ever click that? So let's start from the beginning. <laughs> Elizabeth Gilbert is an author who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. She wrote some other books too, but her most famous book is Eat, Pray, Love because it was a national phenomenon. It was like an Oprah's p- book pick or Everyone's whatever. Everyone's mom read it. Everyone's, it was made into a movie starring Julia Roberts. And the point of the book is that it's this woman who, like, breaks up with her husband and goes on this crazy adventure. And it's like, she eats, she prays, she loves. So she goes to, like, India, like, Italy, blah, blah. And she meets a new guy, and she gets married to him. And this is what happened to Elizabeth Gilbert in real life. So that's why it's, like, special. Mm-hmm. Anyways, New York Times publishes this piece, breaks my damn heart. The headline is, Elizabeth Gilbert announces a split from a central character. <laughs> You're like, wait, mm, go on. (laughs) So then you learn that Elizabeth Gilbert wrote a Facebook post to her readers saying that she was separating from her husband, Jose Nunez, the Brazilian importer. mm, Javier Bardem Bardem played him in the movie. (laughs) In the movie, who she met during her travels and later married and who was a central character in her book. I don't really understand. It's kind of a weird thing to like announce your divorce in a Facebook post because of a character that in a book you wrote 12 years ago or whatever, 50, however long ago mm-hmm. that you're breaking up. But that's not even the weirdest part of this article. What's so you the weirdest read the part? Whole, you read the whole thing. You're like, okay, cool. They broke up. What a bummer. And then you read the bottom. This is the kicker. Weeks later, she and Nunez were in the last stages of closing Two Buttons, a store of worldly trinkets, <laughs> and one 7,000-pound Buddha statue in Frenchtown, New Jersey, which the couple had opened in 2007. It was great and a really fun project. My husband and I share this similar trait where once we've built something, we no longer have any interest in it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> which is funny that the author put this at the end because it's like, oh, what a damn good kicker for the end of a marriage. But also, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. What do you mean? They spent... They spent, what, nine years running this store. They spent 12 or 13 years together. She's making, she's like trying to be poetic about the end of her relationship by saying, I know. My husband and I shared this similar trait once we've made or built something we no longer have any interest in it. She's trying to make it sound like beautiful and romantic and how they, ha- but like that's just, that's not even true. You were together for a long time and then you weren't. Who cares? This isn't a dramatic story. People get divorced all the time. You don't think that she's about to spin a book out of this? Like, get out of here. I think you don't Elizabeth, think that this is a that's book. That's Elizabeth Gilbert's whole thing. This is a book ready to be built, and I hope that it stars the seven thousand pound Buddha statue. But did you see? Um, did you see how much the actual Buddha is is worth? First of no, all, can you imagine going me. into that horrible store? I'm glad it's. I would closing. love it. I would love um, it. The way they got this Buddha, it says it in a because uh, of course the New York Times loves writing about Elizabeth Gilbert, I guess, and it says uh, her husband calls her from Vietnam and asked. Do I have permission to buy a 7,000-pound marble Buddha? Her answer, you don't need permission ever. God, I hate the New York Times sometimes. Anyway, the, <laughs> you can buy it, and it's $32,000. Honestly, I'm gonna I go kind there. of want I'm gonna it. I'm going to see if there's I a closeout of, sale. 
I kind of want the Buddha just so when people are like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, oh, you didn't read the New York Times article about Elizabeth Gilbert announcing her split from a character in her book? Well, that took me down a hole. And then I get to tell the story again. (laughs) And then I'm like, no, let me tell you the story. It's in two different New York Times articles. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to two buttons soon and just like loiter outside the entrance and see if I can find Elizabeth Gilbert and be like, so you're moving on? I mean, it's shut down. It's been sold. It's over. Oh, it's, I thought it was in the process of shutting down. No, I mean, it's it's shut down. There was another, how which is funny. This, so, bo- this Buddha? How am I going to get this Buddha? <laughs> God. Calling my Uber. Can you fit a Buddha? There's, if there's, n- she knows it because she's a writer, but there's no better metaphor that's equivalent to like the 7,000 ca- pound cow in the room or whatever <laughs> you're supposed to say than this like fucking 7,000 pound Buddha statue in the room. <laughs> The white elephant in the room. Yeah, that's it. It's not called it's a seven, elephant. The seven thousand pound cow in the room. Whatever. It's a. What? It's the. You... <laughs> oh my it's god! It's the same thing. It's the same. It's a. It's a heavy. It's a heavy thing. <laughs> Lindsay's at dinner with like her friends who were like divorced, but they haven't told her yet, and she's like, "Well, are we going to talk about the seven thousand pound cow in the room?" And they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Here's a fun fact about me: is that. I, English is my first language, but I have no clue how to say any, um, like, like idioms. And no, I don't know any idioms. You're very bad at idioms, yeah. I always get them <laughs> wrong, but I always clear. try. <laughs> I always try, but I always get them wrong. So yes, 7,000-pound 7, 7, Buddha in the room. Oh, God. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, let's move on to something that's uh, a complete 180 and a, a rare thing for us where it's just a really nice story about two I know. Who's. do you want to explain this one sure um so leslie jones who is the whoiest member of the ghostbusters cast who will certainly not be a who for long because um, she's one of the most like well-liked stars on snl right now she tweeted because the whole thing about god we were talking about this already but whatever the whole thing about whenever you're you were a famous movie star particularly women because the men just wear boring suits and tuxes um designers want to dress you because it's like oh we'll give you a free gown we'll size it and then you get to look good we get promo it's great it's mutually beneficial it's wonderful um but as i mean uh melissa mccarthy talked about this a few years ago but uh the thing about leslie jones is when she God, I just fucked up. Sorry. Um, so she went to Twitter and she revealed that no one wants to dress her. So she tweeted, it's so funny how there are no designers wanting to help me with the premiere dress for the movie. Hmm, that will change. And I remember everything. So this is a funny tweet because she is, <laughs> number one, recognizing the fact that I'm going to be famous really soon. And you're going to regret this. And... After she tweeted it, Christian Siriano, like, responded immediately and was like, hey, like, with a hands-up emoji. And it's only been a couple days, but now they are collaborating. And Christian Siriano, who works with huge stars all the time, um, he's the winner of season two, I believe, of America's... Wait, what's it called? Uh, Project Runway? Back when I watched Project Runway? Project... He, he like, honestly... He's Project, great. People love him. It's hard to remember a time when Project Runway was iconic and people... Everyone watched it, but there was a time... That was the peak. It was, like, one of the biggest shows on television, and he won during that season. And I will say, like, that's the most valuable thing, is that he won during a season where... or Like, there was a few seasons where people cared so much. Mm-hmm. And he still designs for, like, Jennifer Lopez. He just designed um, the... The dress for Jennifer Hudson at the BET Awards when she did the Prince tribute. Um, 
he designs for everyone. But mm-hmm. so the point is, Leslie Jones is going to have a wonderful Christian Siriano dress, and then Christian Siriano was sure to call out the fact that, like, you know, don't make this about me. This isn't don't someone offering to help someone shouldn't be seen as remarkable. We need to change things. Blah blah blah. So it's just like heartwarming who story. Which we just wanted to call But it's also, what's nice is about, it's a heartwarming who story, love it, but it's also a peek behind the way that things work in that designers dress celebrities for free. It is common knowledge all the time, but what they do is they only really dress stars in sample sizes because they have sample sizes from their shows because they have models just wearing these sizes. So they'll say, oh, we have this whole line because we did it for our fashion show, but the size is like size zero to two or whatever, and most like a lot of women are not size zero to two. So if these stars who aren't zero to two want free dresses, they need to be more strategic and they need to like find the right designers and it can be really hard. And so she had tweeted this very honest thing and everyone was kind of like, oh, well, aren't you famous? Like you da 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 And she was like, and then this nice thing happened. So like heartwarming. In 2008, Christian Chiriano took the fashion world by storm when he became the breakout star in season four of the hit reality show, Project Runway. Guest judge and fashionista Victoria Beckham called his style a breath of fresh air. At 21, he was the youngest winner in the show's history. He came on our show to debut his fierce new fashion line. This week on Us Weekly, there was this really bad, obvious sponsored post um, that, of course, Us Weekly calls an exclusive. I love when Us Weekly gets, gets like, does sponsored content and calls an exclusive. It's like, yeah, duh. Like, you exclusively. You're the only ones who would post this garbage, <laughs> like, this sponsored content. So, Us Weekly posts this article. The Hills Lowe's Bo- Low Bosworth shares kitchen tips with us. See her whip up a healthy and delicious breakfast. And you scroll down and you're like, mmm, shady. And there's like a whole video and a whole description. And it's low at like this convention in like a fake kitchen, like fake cooking, essentially, for the brand Signature Kitchen Suite. But my, but this, what this really made me think about, which I love, is the career of Low Ballsworth post Hills. Low played, low played, she is, or this was a reality show, kind of. <laughs> She, she was the very boring best. She was the very boring best friend of Lauren Conrad on Laguna Beach and The Hills, and, and now she Lauren runs. Con- and if you're bo- more boring than Lauren <laughs> yeah. Conrad, that's saying a lot. I mean, The Hills and Laguna and the city all had issues with boring women. I mean, the fact that they even lasted as long as they did, considering and boring that. men. Boring men and Jody boring Jenner, women. Justin Bobby, are you kidding me? Like, Kristen Cavallari, like, to give her no credit, but to give her a little credit, like, <laughs> she at least was interesting. And Heidi and Spencer, at least they were interesting. Yeah. I mean, these girls were, like, just dead in the eyes. So, Low Bosworth runs a lifestyle blog called The Lowdown. Of course. And she gives, like, she does a lot of cooking stuff. And to, like, I guess do something post hills and laguna beach she decided to go to culinary school Mm because that like also gives her credibility in like the food world which she has now decided is like her yeah because like anyone can make a food blog but she wanted to at least be like sort of an expert in it before she hacked it i mean and then so it's funny she goes to culinary school and she learns god knows what and then the next thing that she does is she gets a sponsorship with the funniest thing i have ever like the pairing of this i mean it's not a diet tea. It's not a waist trainer. It's not teeth whitener. What is it, Bobby? It's pumpkin. It's, it's a canned can. Pumpkin. It's a can of pumpkin. 
So Low Bosworth gets a sponsorship with Libby's <laughs> Canned Pumpkin. And the whole goal here, and you can tell she walked into Libby's, which I don't know. She walked into a pumpkin can, a giant pumpkin can in Idaho or whatever. And they were like, welcome, Low. Here's your goal. We need to make pumpkin cans relevant outside the one month span of Thanksgiving. Oh, one week. <laughs> Well, the best part is you get these tweets that are, so I guess Lo at some point in 2014 was doing a Q&A about pumpkin can, which is called hashtag pumpkin can. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, someone said, what's your fave way to use leftover pumpkin? I love storing it in the fridge for smoothies all week. Hashtag ad. That's Lo asked. That was the question that someone asked Lo. And actually, smoothies is not the worst idea. Smoothies sounds but- like a good idea. This doesn't. But then Lo, culinary school graduate, This is before responds, she was a graduate, right? Was it? I think so. Do you think I this hope, got her oh into God, culinary school? So. Do you think this got her into school? Um, Look how creative she, she is with res- pumpkin. <laughs> she responds, I also eat my pumpkin straight out of the can with a touch of salt and agave. Yum, quick, and super healthy. Can you imagine Lo Bosworth cracking open a can of pumpkin and then like drizzling some agave and just like being delighted? Eating it? Can you imagine going to Lo Bosworth's house and her being like, time for dessert and like passing out cans of Libby's pumpkin? It's like, it's like if you go to Lo, now I'm imagining myself at Lo Bosworth's house and it's like, hey, can I make myself a glass of water? And she's like, sure, go in the kitchen. And you go to the kitchen like trying to find the right cabinet with the glasses and you find and it's, all, all, it's all pumpkin. pumpkin. There is truly something special between the really, really lowbrow uh, sponsored content ads that people do on Instagram that we always joke about, like the really, the diet and whatever, and really hot and like a smart water ad with Jennifer Aniston. There's so much in between that. And so you have like a pumpkin can brand like Libby's and they have to go for Low Bosworth and they're like, well, Low, what can you do? And she's like, I'll make you some exclusive recipes. And then she doesn't know how. So she says, eat it out of the can. <laughs> Just eat it out of the can. <laughs> so Low Bosworth is synonymous with pumpkin in a way that Haley Duff would like to be synonymous with what, Lindsay? Philadelphia cream <laughs> cheese. Have you seen this tweet? <laughs> no, you said that this was showing up in your feed constantly. I've never seen this tweet. So you know what? I interacted with this tweet at least three times on my own fair because it's amazing. But then this tweet will not stop following me around because Philadelphia cream cheese like ha- knows that all I want is to see this tweet. So have you seen this tweet? Can I explain to you this Please tweet? Please explain. Okay. So this is Haley Duff, famous for being sister of Hillary Duff. And she tweeted. She also has a kitchen blog if, in case you... Whatever. No one cares. Um, she tweeted, Wall in hashtag Austin, loving my at love my Philly snack. Peach emoji. Share your fave at philliesflavorscontest.com hashtag ad hashtag Philly flavors. And then you scroll down and you're like, this doesn't even say cream cheese. Like, we don't even know what this no. is. We have no idea what it is. You scroll down and you click on the image and un- and reveals to you, Haley Duff sitting at a table at like an Austin. It's very Austin scene because it's like you go to Austin and you you sit in these like big areas and there's all these food trucks food around trucks and you kind of you like and picnic tables. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a food court but with food trucks. So yeah. You sit out these and you see people in the background eating and you and then but up front you see Haley Duff 
eating what looks like crackers with like stuff on them. And then in front of her is just an open (laughs) container of Philadelphia cream cheese. That's all it is. My question to you is, where did she, where did she get the cream? How did she get the cream? Imagine imagine running a food truck there and seeing Haley Duff come in and not order anything from your food truck, but whipping up a carton of Philadelphia cream cheese and posing for cameras. I'd kick her out. I would just be like, girl, you you can't just bring your cream cheese in here and just eat it. The other funny thing is that it's it's a very staple of celebrity food endorsements is that there's no food anywhere near their mouths. So, of course, she's like... They never bite. She's like gingerly holding the cracker with the cream cheese on it, like in her hands, but like nowhere near her mouth. And then you have like the open container of peach Philadelphia cream cheese. It's just... And also, you know what I, you know what worries me now that I look at this again? I kind of, I think that maybe the cream cheese is photoshopped in. Because look how clear that brand is, the logo. Oh my God, you're maybe right. She did a really good radial blur where it's like she blurs out everything else except for her damn face and yeah. the Philadelphia cream cheese. Yeah, so I don't know. We shouldn't trust Haley I love Duff. this. I love this tweet. And you know what? I'm going to eat some Philadelphia You should retweet cheese. it. I'm going to. I'm going to. Good. Um, now we have we have to we have to do our new segment. Okay. Well, before we before we begin, I just want to thank everyone who called in um, with a good form belt of thorn because they were a delight. Uh, and here we go. Good form, Bella Thorne. Good form, Bella Thorne. Good form, Bella Thorne. Good form to Bella Thorne. Good form, Bella Thorne. What was Bella Thorne's form this week? Um, Bella Thorne did Pilates um, in a sexy outfit. She loves to exercise. Well, I was saying to Bobby, like, I follow her on Snapchat now, and she does a lot. She's very active, but, like, she doesn't actually, right, she doesn't actually do anything. So it's like when we're like, oh, what's Bella Thorne up to? I'm like, oh, so much. Well, she did this, and then she did this, and then she snapped out of this. And it's like, she really didn't do anything. It's just, (laughs) it's the, like, it's like a farce, you know, of her doing so much, but she really didn't do anything. Did you know that Bella Thorne is also an author? I know, thanks to our uh, really friendly listener who tweeted at us our listener uh laurie McHugh says that she gets these bella thorne penned uh ya novels she doesn't know where they come from they're <laughs> called um <laughs> they're called autumn's falls novels and they're written by three different novels written by the not the one and only bella thorne <laughs> who knew well let's let's be clear it's not just one person writing these books um, uh, uh, why don't you believe that Bella Thorne could pen these books? And what's really interesting is that these books are like about essentially like a girl that is her. With the name Autumn Falls. Um, I clicked on these, of course I clicked on it, and then I went right to the one star uh, ratings and I got to read you this one because it's really good. <laughs> um, this is written by Cheryl Koch, who is deemed a vine voice on amazon i have no idea what that is but it says vine customer review of free product which means like somebody good on vine reviews books okay and the irony of this person saying these words is strong but ready here we go (laughs) to be honest i am not familiar with the name bella thorne it has been a long time since I've watched anything on Disney Channel, so I was not influenced in any way by the name of this book. In fact, if I was familiar with who Bella Thorne was prior to reading this book, I still would not have checked it out. 
because it sounded good. Case in point, this book sounded good, but turned out to be fluff. Fluff is in <laughs> gone candy. It is good for the moment, but afterwards you are left with an empty feeling and not fully satisfied. <laughs> Jesus. It's just really funny to me that, like, that's at least Kendall and Kylie, when they had a ghostwriter write a book, made a dystopian future. Bella's like, what if it's about a redheaded girl in high school who's struggling with the, <laughs> the queen bee and she's very pretty? I can't wait to read this book, honestly. I feel like it'll give me a really good look into the mind of also, Bella Also, how could Thorne. there be three of them? I don't know, but I have three books to read, don't I? Ugh. Don't we? We. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so Bella Thorne really wasn't up to this much this week, but we did find out she's an author, which is really thrilling. And Bobby made a theme song, so really it was all worth it. Hooray, we're so happy. Uh, now another theme song. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who Lindsay Bobby tell us now what's Rita Ora up to who is this woman uh so uh Bobby what's uh what's Rita up to number one she's exhausted (laughs) what is she exhausted from what she might be exhausted from news that she's still in the running towards becoming America's next top models next host um, you mean the news that she planted that she's in the running to become America's Next Top Model? Like, next, next Rita next put on some host. sunglasses and a wig and like wandered into people and was like, I heard that Rita Ora might be hosting America's Next Top Model. I think she called. I think she called with one of those like things that changes your voice and scream. You know, those like, <laughs> like rah, 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 and it's like, I have a tip for you. My name is Rita Tora. And I think that I know that Rita Ora is going to host America's Next Top Model. Okay, bye. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it was Rita again. <laughs> And they were like, honestly, print it. Honestly. (laughs) Because people are, I mean, it hasn't been denied by anyone. Yeah, but it also hasn't been confirmed by anyone. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, I'm yawning. Oh, my God. How how appropriate that I'm yawning during... That's how boring this is to you? Rita made you yawn? She makes me yawn all the time. Um, But what else is she up to? Well, she yawned a lot that she was so exhausted that she had to go to the hospital. I mean, going to the hospital for exhaustion is like... like what? What does that even mean? It seems like it's very rude to everyone who needs healthcare. real assistance. Yeah, there's like an emergency room with people with their like legs cut off, like bleeding out, and Rita Ora saunters by, like yawn. Rita, um, what else is she up to? I mean, honestly, this is really not anything that exciting, but I did, like, lol majorly when I clicked this. The Daily Mail, of course, back again with the Daily Mail, had this headline that was just like, it's it's not, it's English, but it's not English. So it says, it says, Perry Perry Pals, Professor Green and Rita Ora garner plenty of attention as they enjoy a Nando's date with friends in London. What is a Perry Perry Pal? There are no words in this that I understand. Can you, do you want, do you Who know any of these Pro words? Green, Professor Green? Who is that? <laughs> so i also googled professor green because at this point i was just like remember how last time we said his name i was like i don't care but i do care now so i clicked his i clicked his name and i went to his wikipedia and here was what it says stephen paul manderson (laughs) better known by his stage name professor green or simply pro green is a british rapper and songwriter from london he is the co-host are you ready for this you're gonna die are you ready for this he is the co-host of lip sync battle uk The hooiest show in the hooiest country. God. 
Who if could you they click possibly on have on that show? Honestly, if you click the oh my link God. Is it to Gemma? the show. It was Gemma ever on Lip Sync Battle? No, Gemma's too famous. Oh. <laughs> the list of names on this show, like, if I just, I'll just, let me just read you them. And like, tell me if any of these names ring a bell. Ready? Ready. Alicia Dixon versus David Walliams. No. Jason Manford versus Michelle Keegan. No. Rufus Hound versus Georgie Porter. Okay, no. Catherine Ryan versus Kay Van Novak. This is crazy. Carol Vorderman versus Martin Kemp. And one more. This can't be real. Johnny Vegas versus Vic Reeves. This is crazy. Who are these people? I'm trying to figure, eh, like... Eh, eh, eh. Are there winners? British people know. Do, does... Uh, does lip sync battle end with a winner or do they just Yeah, they like they like they give them like a fake. They're like there's like a fake winner. Oh. I hate this. Cuz then they have like fake competition. I hate that show so much. Um yeah, so are we done? <laughs> we better be. Ugh. I have to eat some hot dogs. Same. I'll have to make the hot dogs then I get to eat them. Mm, that's fun. Yeah, same. <laughs> I have to make um, You know what I'm making tonight, Lindsay? What? Potato salad. Oh my god, are you using a lot of mayo? Uh, I had to buy some more mayonnaise. Can I tell you, I was at the supermarket yesterday with some of our friends, and I was like, oh, I'm going to make a mayo pasta salad. And one of them was like, ugh, no, I like don't like that. I want to just use dressing. And I was like, fine. Well, it's not going to be as good. Why didn't you just make your own mayo pasta salad and tell I'm them to fuck themselves? To. I'm going to. Well, it was who a was friend it? of ours. I'm not, t- I'm not Name saying. Names. Who was it? Who wouldn't eat the mayo? It was Lala. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, and she didn't want to eat the mayo and so I respectfully de- said fine we'll do whatever but in my mind I was like you crazy that's very that's very rude also we have to stop talking about mayonnaise <laughs> so uh, <laughs> thank you to Eric and Katie of The Who's for supplying our theme song thank you to all of you who submitted good form Bella Thorns and yes. um, don't forget to buy tickets to our show which is at the bell house um this month what's the day again Lindsay? it's july 20th which is a wednesday a little a little wednesday what's it called hump day hump is that day? hump day God, see you're so little, bad at these a little <laughs> a little wednesday hump day. i just don't rem- they just don't stick in my mind i just uh, so I just don't... go to our instagram and click the link in the bio and you can buy the tickets um <laughs> Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Please, 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 please. And always call 619-WHO-THEM to ask questions, and you will get another episode of Who Weekly on Thursday with all of your wonderful call-ins. Lucky you. Um, So happy 4th of July if you are someone who celebrates that. If not, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Bye. Bye. If you're someone who celebrates that, oh, for our abroad people. Okay, bye, 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 bye. Bye. You will join us. Then this like fucking 7,000 pound Buddha statue in the room. The white elephant in the room. Yeah, that's it. It's not called it's a seven, elephant. The 7,000 pound cow in the room? <laughs>